0: Do we have a special set review theme song? No, we can't. no especially not Metallica because yeah, they will fucking sue us. Hey, listen to Commander Kiko Podcast, episode 89.
1: I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan. Today we're going to review the upcoming Ultimate Master set. Now hit that set review theme song. <laughs> hey, Ryan, we're back for yet another, another Whirlwind Adventure adventure. How you doing? Good, good. What's going down, down? (laughs) I just did what you did. It was fun. Okay. Two episodes in a week. We're going to take a look at what everybody else is taking a look at, Ultimate Masters. We're not going to bitch about the price points and the marketing and the hay. We're going to take a look at some of the cards and what we, Ryan and Brando, think are totally sweet.
0: I guess that's what it's about, right? They're still printing magic cards. We're going to touch on the price because we're going to say what it is as part of the review of the set. But uh, everybody's set's kind of had a negative connotation. We want to, in CCO fashion, flip that on its head a little bit and make sure that we're all hyped up for this set.
1: Everybody's pissed off about how it's kind of been portrayed to us. But, you know, I mean, maybe we all know how to get around that, and that's to buy singles. So let's talk about the singles that might cost you a little bit less going forward.
0: Yeah, you know what, despite the limited print run, having more Snapcasters and Lilianas in the market, never a bad thing for us.
1: Unless you hate playing against Snapcasters and Lilianas, but you can't please everybody all the time. (laughs) Okay, before we do, social media coordinates, 30 seconds or less. We are CCO Podcast on Twitter and tappedout.net, that's where you can see this. No list this week, but that's where you can find us. We're CommanderCookout at gmail.com. That's where you can send us love mail, hate mail, show suggestions, bonus episode suggestions, what you think the problem with Mono Green is for next week's episode, but no nudes.
0: Ah, what about Liliana
1: nudes? Don't tempt me, Ryan don't tempt me. We're also commander Code on iTunes, Google Play, Google Machine, Facebook, YouTube, Patreon, EDHrec.com, Podomatic, where we maintain a stranglehold on the number one games and hobbies spot. You can also check us out on Flipside Gaming and use promo code CCOFU to get 10% off your entire order. That includes Ultimate Masters. And on MTGonslott.com, you can use that same promo code CCOFU to get 15% off your entire order store-wide to pimp your game outside the game. And if you didn't catch any of that because it was way too fast, you can get it all on CommanderCookout.com.
0: That's right. And speaking of FlipsideGaming.com, remember they are pre-ordering or maybe by this time selling Ultimate Masters. And you can go there, use CCO promo code CCOFU, get 10% off your order. They have their pre-orders for Ultimate Masters at $2.99, which is below MSRP. Good on you. I'm happy to see that people are taking the community's feelings into account when pricing their merchandise and um, anticipating that people don't want to pay this huge price tag on these boxes. Very sweet. I got the nod. That's That's a good one. Yeah. Before we get into it though, shout outs. Shout outs. And
1: funny nicknames.
0: First shout out, new patron, Matt Fuller. Fuller than what? That's his name.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, Matt Fuller, like the rugby player. He's a famous rugby player? That is awesome! Ah, uh, he might be a famous rugby player, or he might be some cauliflower-eared Brock Lesnar-looking motherfucker. I don't
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. either way, I'm, I'm happy that he's here, because I, I, I guarantee you he's actually a famous rugby player.
0: Celebrity Matt Fuller. Thanks, man. Good luck next season. Because <laughs> it's winter, it's currently snowing. Next shout-out, new patron, Aaron Carr, spelt a ron Carrar. Two A's, two R's. What? Huh. Do we just say A-A-Ron? I guarantee he's heard that 700 times, but I like Carrar.
1: I like Carrar.
0: A-A-Ron Carrar. Got it. Yep. And final shout out, new patron, Scott. Just Scott? J- that's what I said. Ah. Uh, also, I think, a celebrity. Our second celebrity of the
1: week. Of just the, Scott week. is a super famous... And by super famous, I mean he's on the internet, singer.
0: We googled Just Scott and
1: justscott.com came and, up. And he is a handsome devil with a sideways hat. Stop doing that.
0: Handsome Scott, you look like a wankster. Yeah, just quit it and and welcome to CCO Nation. There's like a, like a video of some guy tickling the Statue of Liberty's armpit. Do not Google that. Nope, 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 nope. Unless you're Scott, maybe that's okay. That's your thing. Okay, big shout out and big thank you to all of our patrons, new and current and old and everybody. Yeah. and
1: These these bonus episodes happen because you guys have allowed us the time and freedom to do it, and we appreciate it very, very much.
0: Including all of our bonus YouTube content that you can go and win Card of the Week giveaway on by subscribing, leaving a comment on any of our YouTube videos.
1: Or by smashing the like button. (laughs) Yeah,
0: or that. And, of course, you can get yourself entered into our supplemental Christmas altar giveaway by subscribing or commenting. Or smashing the like button. Or smashing the like button. Smashing the like button. Smashing the like button. Of course, all new patrons of the show will be automatically receiving a Christmas bonus altar. So that's always fun. Those are fun to do. Lots of Santas, lots of candy canes, and lots of, uh, lots of Santas and candy canes. <laughs> And, Of course, any of our current patrons are entered in to win a premium altar just for being a supporter, and those are going to be going out at the end of the arc of mono problematic at the end of December. Merry Christmas! So the uh, the new patron altars, of course, are going to get sent out as soon as uh, as soon as I can, probably once per week. So I really hope that they get to you by Christmas. The premium altar for the current patrons will probably not be Christmas themed, so you can receive it whenever and hopefully be very happy. That's the uh, just. Quick note,
1: I guess we haven't really touched on this to any of our patrons-slash-supporters outside of Canada. The mailmen, mail carriers here in Canada, are all on strike, so the packages might take a little bit longer to get to you, just because ah, there is a postal yeah, strike happening. That's a
0: thing. We are definitely going to send them out, and I really hope that um, they get to you. I guess if they don't get to you by Christmas, and you know that you are going to receive one because you're a new patron... Just uh, open it next Christmas. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I mean, some people have had problems. Uh, some people that
1: work here have had some issues with it. I myself have... I got a box that's bigger than my car, and it came on time, and I got a magic card order. So maybe we are exempt because we live in the middle of nowhere, and nobody's told our postal workers that they are on strike yet.
0: That is very likely. Because the mail
1: is very slow. And so maybe they just haven't got
0: the memo. The mail memos come in the mail. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, should we get into it? Let's do it. Fast and loose, as our bonus episodes are. Do not Google that. Do not. And I want to start by just overviewing the set. So Ultimate Masters, it will drop on December 7th, 1988 (laughs) is what I was going to say. December 7th, 2018. 254 cards, all reprints. Foil in each pack.
1: Those are cool. I, like
0: I love that about the Masters sets. That's the first positive thing I'm going to say.
1: I love foil cards, and I love getting foil cards guaranteed.
0: I love it. I love it. Okay. Remember those foil Alara packs? Oh, <laughs> yeah, man. all foil. Good Lord. Very much. Can you imagine Ultimate Masters all foil packs? I can't imagine how much that would cost. You'd have to take out a mortgage. 24 packs in each box, as is the standard in all of the Masters products. Okay. English and Japanese, so no Russian foils. People super like those. That's like the new thing, right? Nah. I don't really like foreign language cards all that much. Now that I play a lot more
1: casually, and I've had a few people comment on... Especially when we were... Remember when we were trying to trade away my Macaes for an English Macaes? Oh, yeah, yeah. Where people were like, you don't know exactly what the card does. You can't tell me the verbiage on the card exactly. Then you shouldn't be playing a foreign language card. And I've taken that to heart. And so I'm trying for the most part to stay away from foreign language cards unless I have like a super sweet premium one.
0: Yeah, like a foil Russian... Tooth and nail. Yours is German. Oh, it's German, right. What's my Russian? Nothing. You're a plebeian. I have a few Russian ones. Moving on. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> One box topper in each box. So if you pre-order and you get the whole box, you get a package with a premium. It's almost like a masterpiece series with the full art in it, right? There's 40 of them. They're all rare or mythic rare except for a Kitchen Finks and an Eternal Witness. One is super good for Modern. One is super good for Commander. I think very much so that that's what this set is targeted at in Modern and Commander players. We'll see that with some of the cards that are reprinted that we're going to review. Now, Monster in the Room, and we're going to roll the box toppers and the price all into your one thoughts and hopes and dreams. $335 US. That is like how much Canadian?
1: Here at CCO Nation, it's about $87,000 Canadian. In actual real life, it's like 460 bucks
0: In real life, 335 USD comes to 436 Canadian.
1: So, with all the taxes and all that crap, you're looking at almost 500 bucks.
0: Yeah. And that doesn't include the 10% tariff on playing cards that we have to pay in Canada now. Yeah. So, add another like $40 on top of that, $43. So, yeah, you're looking at like $470 for a box of this. Yep and sure you get the box topper, the expected value on that is really high if you get like a Liliana or a Snapcaster. Those are my go-to. I'm going to go to those two cards lots yeah. because they're desirable, they're good, they're expensive.
1: I'm going to spend a lot of time going to Stirring Wildwood.
0: Yeah, because you could get a $2 box topper. You can get a $300, a Tarmogoyf, $400 box topper. Because
1: you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to go out and buy a Stirring Wildwood box topper for 10 bucks in a week. Because yeah. nobody cares about that card.
0: So the box toppers, yeah, like the gap between expected value and, and MSRP, they've got to drive that gap downwards with some cheapy cards like that. We get it. And that's why we here at CCO Nation aren't telling you to not buy this product if you want to buy it. You're a magic player. Buy it if you want.
1: Yeah, if you've got the money and you want to buy it, buy it. It's a cool set. There's lots of cool stuff in it. If I could afford it, I would probably buy it.
0: What we are saying is, though, we aren't going to be buying it. Both, Correct. Both because we don't want to spend the $500. I'd rather buy beer or food <laughs> <laughs> or buy singles. Yeah,
1: buy the singles. That's the. I mean, you hear that lots of places, and you're going to hear it here, too, if something is in this set and you really want it, don't buy a box to get it. Just buy it.
0: Pick your favorite store, of course, and or use Flipside Gaming. Use that promo code CCOFU. Yeah, get or 10% ch- off your whole order.
1: Or support <laughs> your local guys if you like them. Just go out there and support Magic. And if you don't want to spend $500 on a box, then don't.
0: That's it, right? And yeah. I mean, Wizards, Wizards took the hint in that people aren't buying Iconic Masters and Masters 25 and... Their sh- their words exactly shelving the Masters series line whatever for a while. Fine, that opens up more conspiracy sets, more Battle Bond sets, more Commander products. That's the kind of stuff that we want, right?
1: Then nothing has made me as rock hard as Battle Bond did, and I y- love that set. You
0: know what the other thing about it is? Is all of those sweet Eternal. I'm lumping Commander into the Eternal formats. Those reprints are going to be in those products that we. Want that are fun for us, more casual players to play, anyways, like Battle Bond. Yeah, these are good for Open Flippy Dot Drinky, but
1: I'm hoping that Joel buys one and then opens it just so we can Open Flippy Dot Drinky it.
0: You, oh, dude, we would be, be so, destroyed. One of the Open Flippy Dot Drinky rules is foil, rare, or mythic in your pack. You got to drink your whole drink, and there's foils in every single pack.
1: You're gonna get a foil, rare, or mythic, and we
0: somebody's gonna get duck. hammered. Oh yeah, if you're in CCO Nation and a local to Saskatchewan, anywhere, like that's the province we live in, or if you have one of these at GP Calgary, we will go to where you are to open Flippy.drinky it with you. We'll even bring some beer with
1: us. Hundy P. Yeah. Let's just get into the cards. We'll get right down into it. We're not going to do every single card because oh, some no. of them, there's too many of them for us to to possibly cover in any kind of depth, and we're not going to go deep into any of the cards we do touch on. We're just going to touch on some of the stuff that we see that's going to be really cool and we're happy is is getting a quick reprint.
0: So, yeah, well, I guess we could preface it with um, CCO Jank, which we love talking about. Yeah, good cards that deserve a reprint for playability reasons or price reasons. Um, f- sweet or funny new art,
1: like that too. Also, we should probably touch on those good ones just so that people don't think that all we play is shitty cards and we don't know what we're talking about.
0: Uh, oh yeah, what yeah. you said—that's <laughs> important. Yeah, uh, are we going to start with white? Yeah, let's do white. Is that, is that boring? No, let's we're going to do it
1: in collector order number, which is alphabetical by color, but we're doing it by collector number order. Ooh, sure. Spicy as hell. And let's just talk about the first card, number 1 of 254. I just want to mention this cuz I like it. Ancestors Chosen. It's a four drop for seven with first strike that gains you life when it comes into play. Used to be a backup dredge card to beat burn. So I'm happy that they're reprinting <laughs> this card. Just because it's so corner case. And there's but it's a
0: battlefield because you reanimate it with like your whatever, and then you gain like 50 life. Yeah. Terrible. It's, it's not I bringing... don't know what, that, what <laughs> pleasurable thing is happening to that guy in the art, but yeah, I dig him.
1: Yeah, that would be a funny Christmas altar probably. I
0: also digged how you said a four drop for seven. Yeah. It's a four, 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 seven.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Fast and loose. What's the next card, Ryan?
0: Okay, first real card, Containment Priest. Corner case strategy, 2-2 two, two for 2, and it um, if you're reanimating something instead of casting it, you exile it. For-
1: it's it's a legacy card. It gets sneak and show in those decks.
0: Yeah, it was originally from Commander 2014 in the Mono White deck. It's good to see a reprint because it's getting pricey, and if somebody, F.U. Jesse, is playing um, reanimate or something. Get him. Flash it in. Get him.
1: I like it. Now here's a card that's not... Maybe in need of a reprint to bring down prices, or there's not enough of them going around. But there is a cycle of Umbra enchantments, which enchant a creature, it gives them some kind of benefit, plus totem armor, which is if that creature would be destroyed, the enchantment is destroyed instead.
0: Yeah, so it keeps him alive. Super hot right now with Commander 2018 is those enchantress lists. We got a bunch of new cards and Commanders, and Umbra's go in there. Uh, they were like in Rise of Eldrazi, and then Plain Chase sure a long time ago yeah and there's white ones green ones blue ones and they're they're kind of in this set so eh, cool sure the
1: two that are on the screen right now are hyena umbra and mammoth umbra they both do things they're there they're fine they're good look them up pick them up if you're interested
0: you know what i like in the arc of mono problematic when we talked about the white list and then we did our uh, our color pie breaking youtube episode yep. we talked about white cantrips Ooh, Repel the Darkness. Yes. It's a three-drop instant,
1: white two, tap up to two target creatures, draw a card. Combat trick, draw a card. Very good. Yeah,
0: tap your blockers and get you, or whatever. I also like in white...
1: You know what else we did on that video? We talked about Mono White and its resurrection package. Yes. And conveniently enough, all in a row... Resurrection, Revelark, Dawnbringer.
0: All bring cards back from your graveyard to the battlefield.
1: And Revelark was actually getting up there, I think, in price. So it's good to see a reprint of that one.
0: And Resurrection's got new art, and Dawnbringer is still crappy.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Next one, we'll touch on this. It was actually in our mono-white, mono-problematic deck. It's Ruined Halo, which is white-white for an enchantment. As it comes into play, you choose a card. You have protection from that card. Nah... The only reason that this card was ever expensive is because it was in Shadowmoor, which is a set that nobody liked, nobody bought really, so there just isn't very many of them. So I'm hoping that even though this is a super limited set too, it might bring that absolutely unwarrantedly high price tag down.
0: Same art, it's going to look gorgeous in foil, and uh, it's great in commander, because you just name somebody's commander and then you have protection from it.
1: Nice Voltron deck, scrub.
0: Yeah, sweet. And if you're playing a black deck and you name a black Voltron Commander, if those exist, I don't know, they're not going to be able to get rid of it, so it's awesome. GG. That's white. I hate white. Don't want to talk about white. Let's move on to blue. The one thing I will say about white is your boys in uh, CCO land hit it on the head with our arc of mono problematic and our resurrection in white. Points for us. Woo! future tellers
1: all right let's talk about blue and this is i think this one got a lot of hype uh in back to basics
0: yeah so three mana for an enchantment non-basic lands don't untap during their controllers untap steps is that new
1: art too it is because that's really nice
0: yeah your boy Tyrese nielsen did it love that guy yeah i like archaeomancer as well didn't need the reprint super cheap but uh good in edh if you can bounce it every turn and get a Take an extra turn card. Goes infinite with like erratic portal and time warp. It's mm-hmm. good.
1: I also like circular logic. It's another one that didn't need a reprint. It's a common. It's got it's a counterspell with madness. It it, it sucks, but <laughs> I like it. What the hell? I just kind of dig it. Moving right along. I just want to stop and talk about disrupting shoal for just a second because this set has some amazing cards in it. It has some incredible cards in it. And once the first round of spoilers came, I was pumped. Then. As the set gets spoiled, I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. Like what are they gonna do? What am I gonna open? Everybody else is gonna open Liliana Snapcaster. What's Brando gonna get? Brando's gonna get
0: Disrupting Shoal. Uh. I, you know what? I was super soft on disrupting Shoal, but reading it again and again and again and again, I don't mind it. So blue-blue X, you may exile a blue card with converted mana cost X from your hand rather than paying this spell's mana cost.
1: What if you don't have a card in your hand that's equal to the mana cost? Counter
0: target spell with converted mana cost X. What if you don't have it? Uh, what
1: if you don't have a 4-drop, 5-drop, 6-drop? What if you don't yeah, have Yeah, yeah, you convinced me again. Mm-hmm. F this card. What if we're playing last week's deck and you're Comet Storming for 900? You ain't countering Nothing with Disrupting Shoal. Nothing.
0: Oh, so terrible.
1: They reprinted foil, and wouldn't it be cool if foil only came in foil?
0: The, like super secret tech in... That's the kind unglued. of thing that I
1: would do if I was wizards. I would find a way to get foil foils in, just because it's funny.
0: How, they would have to print it on its own sheet, and how sweet would it be to have a foil sheet of foils? I'd hang that behind my bar so fast. Yeah. So sick. I like Frantic Search. We played that a couple weeks ago, and that has gotten a reprint with a whole bunch of little Easter eggs in the art. There's a bunch of throwbacks to old things that used to be in the original art for Frantic Search, but books and things of kind of very intricate nature in the art that you'd have to really look at and know magic history to say, hey, that was on this card. Hey, that was this. This is that. Cool. If you like... Magic history lore or something, do some searches on what is in the art for Frantic Search. It's cool.
1: And we're talking about cool art. Let's talk about some not such good art in the arch Archmage. I don't, the, what the card does doesn't matter so much to me so much as the art I think took a nosedive. And I don't like this one very much. Really? Yeah, I don't like it.
0: You know what? Balls that. I love that Glenalender got a reprint because it was getting up there.
1: Yeah, this Ooh. is a card. This card needs a reprint. Definitely. I just think they should have just reprinted it with the old art because the old art was pretty cool sure. compared to this one.
0: I'll give it a read here. So it's blue 3 for 2-2, two two, fairy wizard, flying, pay blue, sacrifice Glenelander Archmage, counter target non-creature spell, and it has persist. So you can actually do that twice. It comes back with a minus 1, minus 1 counter on it, and then you can sacrifice it again, and uh, you can counter two things.
1: Next thing of note, how about the reprinted
0: at Con- or uncommon of Lab Maniac? Yeah, ah, uh, which I mean, it's that is, I think, specifically for playing this in a limited capacity. Cool. It's at uncommon. I think foils of Lab Maniac were kind of getting there, like eight or ten bucks or something.
1: He's a commander card. He's super kind of boring, really. Yeah. But I mean, it's cool to see him. Just the price of him will just drop into oblivion, and that's awesome. Yeah. I want to talk about this one just because, again, it's another stinker that I'm going to open, especially since I already have a foil playset of it, in Magus of the Bazaar. <laughs> He's Bazaar of Baghdad on a zero one one for blue 1. and You tap him, you draw 2, you discard 3.
0: That is also in here, I think, for a limited capacity. There is a graveyard spells sub-theme they, they, type thing going on in this set.
1: They did reprint a lot of dredgers. We'll get to those in a bit. One of them is very disappointing for Brando. I guess the next thing we should probably touch on is, we've talked about it a bunch of times, Snapcaster
0: Mage. So he gives something. He's got Flash, and when you cast him for blue one, he gives an instant or sorcery spell in your graveyard, Flash back. For any of the new players, he's very good because he acts as the second copy of your spell that you've already cast.
1: And they printed him in the art that looks the best in foil. he has got the little magic thingy above his hand. Very cool. Yeah, the new art. Okay, next up we have a gem from P3 not P3 but P something. P
0: it's your portal
1: <laughs> is uh temporal temporal manipulation. Take an extra turn after
0: this one for blue blue 3.
1: I think that's a strict price lowering thing so people can just get this card.
0: I hope so. It is at mythic. That card was like 85 or so dollars and it was hard to get. It's cool and of note take an extra turn after this one. Not target player takes an extra turn it's a little bit different than some of the other extra turn takers out there
1: that's it for blue let's move into black and we're going to start with i think the card that i'm the most excited about in this set not because of what it does not because of what it is not because of the price change that may or may not happen but just because i love this new art for some reason i don't understand and i love it and it's bitter blossom (laughs) honestly i think that the older art might actually be a little cooler But I really like this. But, I mean, I I just like this a lot. If I was going to buy a box and I was like, oh, I hope my box topper is, I would hope it was a Bitter Blossom so I could have that that art. That was
0: another one. That's a Mythic and um, it was a box topper. Apprentice Necromancer in the set as well. Sacrifice him. Return target creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield. That creature gains haste at the beginning of the next end step. You sacrifice it. And that was downshifted to Uncommon. Nice. so cool I like that card got a new art treatment they got a bridge from below in there as well and there is a dredge kind of theme in this set give us a read on bridge from below I'm actually getting a little bit harder on that card in EDH I think that I might like it and if foils go down at all I'm going to need to get some because I think I might want to play it
1: this art is unreal in foil much better than the original one it is an enchantment for black 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 does nothing If you play it. Except give you some devotion to black. But if it's in your graveyard, whenever a creature is put into your graveyard from play, you get a 2-2 black zombie creature token. But whenever a creature is put into an opponent's graveyard from play, you got to exile all the bridges
0: from your graveyard. We've got next couple black cards. And I'm super happy with black in this set. We've got a Demonic Tutor. I like that art a lot. This is the Ixalan art. It is... Awesome to see this card. A, with new art. B, it's going to be in foil. Because foil demonic tutors are crazy expensive. Yes. This was a box topper. The next one we have, in tomb. And um, that is search your library for a card, put it into your graveyard. How about that bridge from below? I think this is a box topper as well.
1: I'm calling this one out. This one I'm calling out. That art is not in tomb. That art is exhumed. Because that guy is coming out of the ground, not going into it. It's a like hand reaching out of the dirt. That guy's coming out of the ground, not going in.
0: Maybe they buried him except for his hand, and they just like left it there. Now he's dead, and he's got rigor mortis, so it's sticking out there like a little stump.
1: Don't like it. They could have done better. They could do better. With the amount of money people are spending on this set, I want better entomb art. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I want some dude scratching at the roof of his own coffin while there's dirt getting thrown on him. That's what I want. That's Entomb.
0: Yeah. Okay. Next up. You know what? There's a couple here that I want to talk about. I want to talk about Ghoul Steed real quick. I don't know what set this is from, but it's a 4 4 for black 4. It's got two and black. Discard two cards. Return Ghoul Steed from your graveyard to the battlefield tapped. It's all right. That's a sack. It's a thing that you can sacrifice and fill up your graveyard with. I don't know. It's okay. I, I just like that kind of card, I guess. I don't know. We hit on the. Umbr,a
1: cycle. They're also printing some of the better dredgers in the game. We got Golgari Thug, Golgari Grave Troll, and Stinkweed Imp. They're all here. If you want to run dredge in limited. Moving on, we have Gorio's Vengeance.
0: Yeah, this guy was getting pricey, like fifty bucks, right? So it returns a creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield and gives it haste. And then you sacrifice it at the end of turn, or you exile it at the end of turn. Yep. And it's an instant. It's one of the few instant speed reanimate cards and it gives him haste.
1: That's how you get your Emrakul.
0: That's how you get your Emrakul, your Grizzlebrand, or whatever it is in Legacy or Modern or whatever the kids are playing these days. Now, real quick, I want to talk about the next card on the spoiler, Grave Scrabbler. I just want to look at the art. This is my Bitter Blossom. This guy looks like he's a Scrabbler.
1: Yeah, before he didn't. He was like a guy with a lantern or something, right?
0: Now he's a Scrabbler. He looks like he's a Fucking Scrabbler,
1: <laughs> he looks like a Scrabbler. He's playing Scrabble. Good job
0: himself. on whoever made that art, because he looks like he's a Scrabbler.
1: Couple moving as we move right along here. We got Liliana of the Veil, vale, one of the more pricey Planeswalkers. Lots of people want her, not just because she is sexy as hell on the card, but because the card itself is sexy as hell based on its effects.
0: Yeah. Each player discards a card or target player sacks a card or whatever the ultimate is. Don't the, ul- care.
1: the ultimate's choice of damnations. It's not very good. Ability one and two are what you want. She's big money. Maybe she'll be medium money after this uh, for no. a minute or two. E- that. Yeah. She'll
0: be medium money for like one day and then she'll be expensive again. Yeah. We talked
1: about this guy earlier on in the show, Macaeus the Unhallowed. I'm happy to see him just because had I not made that super cool trade that i did with a member of cco nation i would still need an english one here would be my chance
0: he's got the new legendary frame treatment which uh we didn't talk about for uh i think glenolender archmage was like the only other
1: nah, that's because that new frame is
0: stupid you know what i am happy about michaes is going to be printed as a box topper okay fine say what you want he's printed in foil there's foils in every packs and foil Macias are like 80 dollars
1: He's one of those cards along with Gorio's Vengeance because like, you kind of just have them or I just had them and then I find out how much money they're worth and every time I crap my pants. How many times have you said, yeah, Gorio's Vengeance is worth X dollars and I would be like, no,
0: no. And I say, yeah, look it up and then you're like, oh, sweet.
1: Well, I just went, oh my God. Yeah. Because it's one of those cards that I picked up back when I was playing with Crapagawa cards and I was like, so, why uh, is this even worth money? I
0: most definitely need, uh, def need a foil one of those for sure. I need a... New art reanimate as well. Great new art on that. That's great. I think that's supposed to be Grave Titan. He's got the zombies falling out of his belly.
1: I thought it was uh I thought it was Yehenny just because he has that like kind of glowing blue eye and he's bald with a little armor chest plate. It could be either one of them. And my eyes aren't very good, so I would trust you more than me. <laughs> Personal favorite I bet for Ryan, and I
0: just noticed this one in the spoiler. Songs of the Damned. Dude, first time in foil. Granted, it has the new new border, FU Evan. First time in foil.
1: That's pretty cool.
0: New art, first time in foil. One of Super your top sweet. ten
1: favorite cards all time.
0: Yeah, I'm so happy about that. If I didn't have an altered art one, I'd probably play that one.
1: I want to touch on this one because I don't like it very much. Tassiger the Golden Fang, the new art, I just don't like it. Dude, that was a box
0: topper too.
1: Mm, I'm sure that it's gonna be big money as a box topper. Like you're no. not gonna No? I don't know. It's it's Tassiger, he's worth like two dollars. I must be thinking of a different card. Probably am, but yeah, I just don't like that art. Because if it's if they foil it the way they normally do, he's just gonna be a big shiny white spot in the middle of the card. He's
0: gonna look like uh, Seamus when he comes out from WWE, and all those white lights are on him, and it blows the contrast right out of your TV, and he just looks like a white spot. Oh, I hope I can
1: find his theme song to play over that. <laughs> so if you're if that's playing in the background right now, you're welcome. Let's move on to the freaking cool colors that everybody should be paying attention to in red
0: yeah speaking of red and box toppers you get a bale Fire dragon great card for commander terrible card for a box topper when you could get a liliana or a Tarmogoy.
1: yeah not very good it's a six six for red red five flying whenever it deals damage to a player it deals that much damage to each creature that player controls
0: that's excellent it's a really great that's card a hugely top end powerful card just i don't know Take six, one-sided Wrath you every turn. When was the last time you ever saw somebody play it? Me, like two years ago, and I took that deck apart. Yeah, this is not good. I'm happy Conflagurate got a
1: reprint, just because I'm a Dredge player, and it's a Dredge card, and it was one of those uncommons from Time Spiral that for some reason was just a whole bunch of money. I think I'm the only person in our playgroup that has them.
0: Read that card and tell us how it's a Dredge card, and would you play it in Commander?
1: Red XX. Conflaggerate deals X damage divided as you choose among any number of targets. And then it has flashbacks for red, red, discard X cards. So in modern dredge, or I guess maybe if you were doing dredge in EDH, you just mill it into your graveyard and then you can fill your graveyard back up with all the crap from your hand and wipe out their blockers.
0: And all of the stuff in your hand has dredge. So you can like dredge, dredge, dredge next turn. Yeah. Or the same turn if you draw a card.
1: It's a powerful card. It's good. It's got neat art. It's really cool in foil. I'm glad it's there.
0: Okay. Second to Bitter Blossom, this is my new
1: favorite new art. This I, is
0: I, not even good.
1: You know, I like this one. I like it because it's got a little goblin and he's digging through garbage. It's Gamble. Again, this garbage has probably like got a
0: bomb in it. Probably.
1: <laughs> so I, this is the thing that I think I'm going to chase in foil. I want that Gamble. Oh. Yeah, that's okay. my foil thing that Brando wants.
0: Do you have another Gamble in foil? Yes. If you get that Gamble, I want your current Gamble in foil. Okay. Very
1: good couple other maybe corner cases but cool reprints seismic assault with great art where the earth is trying to shoot down the weatherlight. yeah i really like that one that's really cool and also seize the day i think for the first time in the new card frame no maybe
0: i'm not a hundred percent sure i think you
1: might be right seize the day was one of those cards that just was more money than I think people expected. You add it to your shopping cart or you pull it out of a binder or a box at a, at your local game store and you get up to the front and it's eight bucks. And you're like, what?
0: Yeah, that's the thing, right? Yeah,
1: it, extra, extra combat step for Red 3 or flashback Red 2.
0: Yeah, super good. And you, last thing about Seismic Assault, if you remember the original art for Seismic Assault, it's actually the same thing. It's the earth moving to try to attack the weatherlight. So this is not only gorgeous... It's going to look sweet and foil. It's actually a throwback to the original art. And that is my favorite thing when they do new art for something that it throws back to the original.
1: And the kind of thing that you like to see in these Masters sets, which are throwbacks to magic. Yeah. How about Through the Breach?
0: Yeah. So Gorio's Vengeance and Through the Breach, we've hit on those cards in the past. I'm going to hit on them again because they're both box toppers and they uh, they for sure needed the reprint because Through the Breach is like 45 bucks. What does it do? Give us a read.
1: It is an instant for red five. You may put a creature card from your hand into play. At the end of turn, you sack it. The creature has haste, obviously.
0: Red four costs five total.
1: Right, there we go. Yeah. All right, we're into green, and we are going to start with a little roll on our spoiler here, starting with Devoted Druid.
0: Yeah, that was getting expensive, and it taps for a green, put a minus one on it, and it untaps it. It's a zero two, so you could do that like, you could get a turn where you get, 2 mana out of it pretty cool it's cool Goes infinite with Plus spike whatever
1: that's really neat Uh, next up we have eternal witness
0: that was getting expensive that card is always expensive you can always trade it into vendors it's currently sitting at like 650 or something Really? Yeah, actually. Oh, my my God. Yeah, so if you have like 25 of them, go cash them in, dude. Let's focus.
1: Focus on this great art. This is one of those ones, I love the idea of the picture. It's like a lady using magic to make a wolf out of leaves. But I don't actually like this picture. I don't know why. Like, maybe it would have been better if it was a bear or just, I don't know. It kind of looks like it's inside to me.
0: It looks like it's inside, yeah. Yeah. She's like, obviously, an outside kind of dwelling person
1: yeah we're gonna touch on this one real quick because it's my wife kyla's favorite picture i got her to pick a favorite card based on picture from the set (laughs) and her favorite one was fauna shaman
0: and it was like a 15 dollar reprint so survival of the
1: fittest on legs
0: survival on a survival on a fittest on an elf neat yeah that's a definite real thing yeah
1: speaking of cool arts i just want to touch on this one just for me fecundity i love fecundity as a card It's getting a reprint. You can finally get it in foil, and the art is really cool. It's like a skeleton with a bunch of flowers growing out of it. Oh, yeah, I
0: didn't know what it was, but now I see it.
1: It's really cool. Okay. Last art, I promise. Golgari Grave Troll new art gets a thumbs all the way down and then back up some artist's ass for drawing that. I hate it.
0: The old Golgari Grave Troll was terrible. This one is better.
1: This is not better. This is not better.
0: The old Golgari Grave Troll art was terrible. This one is better. No,
1: we could just play that <laughs> in no, a No, you're,
0: you're stupid.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would
0: never say that because you're not, but you're wrong. Kodama's... Th- okay, here's my art besides Grave Scrabbler. Kodama's Reach got new art, and it's like a hand or something. It's Kodama Reach.
1: Kodama's like a tree, I think, in Kamigawa.
0: Kodama's was like a bunch of trees, wasn't he? Yeah, and he's reaching
1: out to get some stuff, and that's what's happening in the art, and I think that's cool. Stupid Kamigawa. And it... This is an expensive ass foil. So to get one and it's a common, so you might actually be able to get these in foil for EDH. EDH drew blasted this thing to the ceiling. How
0: about Noble Hierarch? Yeah, there's another box topper and an expensive card. This card needed the reprint. Yeah, both for Modern and I think for Commander, right? Those Bant decks, those Exalted decks, those decks that play it. Like, it definitely needed the reprint. In the
1: decks that she goes in, she's Bird of Paradise number two plus, and that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, definitely. Like, stupid Atraxa. (laughs) Next card. Pattern of Rebirth. Yeah, new Tyrese Nielsen art. Love that guy. Uh, Tyrese Nielsen took a break from his regular NFL schedule to paint the new Pattern of Rebirth, so we're very happy for that. That is four mana. When an enchanted creature dies, that creature's controller may search their library for a creature card, put that creature card onto the battlefield, so it turns your dead creature into another creature.
1: It's a monstrous combo that we won't get into that you can play with Pattern of Rebirth. You can also play it with Protean Hulk to just get value out of Protean Hulk and Nourish and Pattern of Rebirth. Yeah. And the reason I bring up Protean Hulk is, is that a Protean Hulk
0: in the picture? No, Protean Hulk was like this bubbly looking thing with tusks and 85 eyes.
1: I thought with all the like popping and smoke effects around him, I thought maybe all those bubbles on his back were popping as he was dying or something. That's what I thought that was. And he was like melting into some Simic sludge that another creature would then come out of. So I was really impressed with that picture.
0: Your eyes are really bad.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the reprinting Goyf. It's Goyf. It'll always be Goyf. The picture's cool. Big teeth. Scary thing. Moving on to a card that I really, really like in Vengevine.
0: Yeah, both box toppers, actually. And uh, Vengevine, 4-drop, four 4-3 four with haste in green. That's weird. Hey, green, green, 2 for a
1: hasty. It's like a ball lightning that actually makes sense in the color.
0: That it's in. Okay, so let's give it a read here. Whenever you cast a spell, if it's the second creature spell you've cast this turn, you return Vengevine from your graveyard to the battlefield.
1: I used to play him in a extended deck. Whoa. Or extended, where I would mill myself with however I was milling myself, and I'd get them all into the graveyard, play a trinket mage to find an ornithopter, and then play the ornithopter to get all the Vengemines back and beat wholesale ass.
0: Yeah, because he's got haste. Yeah. Very... Very cool. Yeah, I like that card.
1: On to the multicolored stuff. Who should we start with? We you want to start with Gaddock Teague?
0: Yes. So expensive. Excellent commander for your stacks deck in green-white. And uh, he's a 2-2 for green-white. Non-creature spells with converted mana cost four or greater can't be cast. Non-creature spells with X in their casting cost can't be cast, and uh, that's excellent.
1: He's a 2-2 for two. We did a uh, Voltron beatdown deck with him, Yes, right?
0: we did, yes. <laughs> you can check that out on commandercookout.com. Episode section, Gaddock Teague, make you bleed.
1: Yes. <laughs> I think this is the guy I was thinking of. When I was thinking of Tassig or Leovold, Emissary of Trest, he is big money in foil.
0: He was big money. He is big money in foil. He actually still sees play in Legacy very much so, and he was very much a competitive commander before he got banned.
1: I was in uh, Edmonton a couple of, I guess, last week, and I saw foil Leovold, and I'm like, I'm passing on that. Walk man. away. Yeah. Walk away from that
0: one. Walk away two cards down the list to Maelstrom Pulse. That was, a, yeah. that was above 30 bucks, and now you can get them at Rare, not even at Mythic. I like that lot. Segueing into our next mythic though, your potential box topper, cigarda host of herons.
1: Yeah, that's if I was to buy a box, this is it. If anybody wondered what I was gonna get, oh Brando, what'd you get? Did you flashlight the pack so you could see through it to see which one you got? Yes I did, and it was a cigarda.
0: It wasn't even the green red land that you're down on. It was the green white creature. That you're down on.
1: Yeah, flying hexproof 5-5 for white, white, green 2. Spells and abilities your opponent's control can't cause you to sacrifice permanence. So if they're attacking you with an Annihilator guy, F the fact that you're going to take 12, you don't have to sacrifice your stuff.
0: Ooh. This will make you feel better. How about a Vengeful Rebirth? I'm so happy to see this card back, and that art looks so sick.
1: Agreed. It is an uncommon for red, green, four return target card from your graveyard to your hand. It deals dam- If that card was not land, it deals damage equal to the casting cost to a target, and then you exile it.
0: So you get back whatever you want, and you just dust something. And because... you smash
1: somebody into oblivion.
0: Oh, yeah. I like that. Sick art. That is so awesome.
1: My goal is to warp world, then Vengeful will rebirth my warp world back, and then warp world again. Because I'm a bad person. (laughs) You are a terrible human being. I think Fulminator Mage is more of a modern card, but I think that he could see some EDH play in the deck that he goes in because he's a wasteland that beats wholesale
0: ass. He beats wholesale ass till you want to waste something, and then you just, like, reanimate him every turn somehow. Sure. Yeah, I like that. You get your, um, I don't know, you put an Eternal Witness, so you bounce an Eternal Witness every turn and get your Fulminator Mage or something.
1: Okay, let's check this. This is one that I think lots of people are going to be pumped about. All is dust.
0: All is dust. Seven drop. Each player sacrifices all colored permanents they control. That card is so hugely important in, let's say, let's say, black decks, but also colorless decks to just sweep everything. That card is so important, and it's really expensive for commander reasons only. So I'm so happy to see that one. I don't even own one because F paying the $30 price tag, now it's being reprinted at Rare. So happy.
1: Yeah, so it might go down a touch. It's got the same cool art on it with the kind of the extended Eldrazi border thing going on. I'm I'm very happy with that one lots.
0: Yeah, speaking of which, they've got... Geez, lots of Eldrazi now that I'm looking at it,
1: right? Yeah, they have all three of the original Eldrazi
0: Titans, Kozilek, Emrakul, Ulamog. With new new legendary border treatment and plunked right in between all of them is Karn Liberated, another $100 card.
1: And that's pretty cool. I didn't realize how much these Eldrazi Titans were actually worth until I started looking at how many of them I had and how much they cost to buy.
0: Yeah, dude, like Emrakul is in Legacy, of course, and then Kozilek and Ulamog... Maybe they're in, I don't know, whatever they see playing, but they're definitely commander cards and definitely sweet reprints, albeit at mythic, but, um, the foils will look sweet. they got that new art treatment if you're into that.
1: They're one of those cards that if you happen to open it, especially if it happens to be a foil and you don't want it, why wouldn't you want it? But if you don't, you could put that in your trade binder and you could trade that thing to any store, anytime, anywhere for mostly whatever you want.
0: You just cash it in. Yeah. yeah. I meant new frame treatment, not new art treatment. Yeah, new
1: frame treatment. I hate that new frame. I hate it. I like it. I don't like it at all. I think it looks good. I don't like anything where like, we have to make it so in your hand you can tell what it is. <laughs> Stop. This isn't Yu-Gi-Oh! I don't need your help. I can read. (laughs) Let's talk some artifacts. Artifacts. Number one, one, I'm pumped about this one too. Engineered explosives.
0: I'm pumped because I just offloaded one for some mocks and uh, it got reprinted and the mocks didn't, so now I can get it for cheaper. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, F you, Ben. Yeah, I actually have a, a foil one of these that people are like, what? I got out of a 50 cent box. No. <laughs> yup. <Yuff. laughs> <Excellent. laughs> and while the value of it might have gone down, F it, I paid 50 cents. I'm still way ahead. Yeah. Okay, let's talk. This one was in last week's list because I knew it was getting a reprint. Technically, it'll still be this week's list. Yesterday's-ish list. Sure. <laughs> Mana Vault.
0: Yeah, one drop, taps for three, doesn't untap. You can pay for to untap it. If you don't, you take a damage. Don't care. You tap it for three and it costs one. Explosive turns like nobody's business.
1: Yism. Now I think, is this the card that both of us are the most happy to see? I really like this card, It's
0: a dirty ass, greasy combo,
1: scumbag ass card. This might bring down the cost a little bit to make it manageable. Rexion Altar.
0: Three drop artifact. Sack a creature. Add one mana of any color to your mana pool. Okay, fine. It is the first time in New Border, so... Dummies like Evan, F-U Evan, (laughs) are going to like the new border treatment. It's got new art. It's the same altar with Phyrexian scripture on it that you see in like uh, Phyrexian scriptures, the saga card. And it looks awesome, and it is awesome, and it's going to make the non-foil prices of the original dip, which is important to me because that's still the one I'm going to buy. Yeah. And this one now is available in foil as well.
1: I would happily pick this one up just because it's super cool and I need another one for a deck. But I think this is the one. Like This is if I was going to just gamble and buy packs and hope I get something. I think that bitter that new Bitter Blossom and this are like, I, I so want one of them.
0: That's excellent.
1: Yes. If it, it, you, it, and if
0: you don't gamble on packs, you can always just buy the singles.
1: Yeah, buy the single if you want. Okay, let's talk some land real
0: quick. I want to touch on a oh. few land in particular. First is one, the, one.
1: Is one of them ancient tomb?
0: 100% Hell ancient yeah. tomb. We needed that reprint so bad. Taps to add two, and it deals a damage to you. New art, first time in the new frame? I believe so. And it's an awesome card. Next card, Cavern of Souls. Needed a reprint. Yeah. We talked about that in um, the Atali deck.
1: Yeah, they're hitting. They're So far, we're two out of two for lands that are effing excellent.
0: Yes. Celestial Colonnade, excellent. Creeping Tarpet, excellent. Dark Depth. Excellent. Desolated Lighthouse. Excellent. Flagstones of Trochere. Excellent.
1: Caracas. Not playable in EDH. Really good, though. Yes. Yes. And then we start hitting some stinkers. Mage Ring Network. Lava Claw Reaches. You know what? They're still dual
0: lands. They still turn into dudes, so they're still cool. They're dual lands. I like Mistvale Plains. If you uh, tap it and white, put target card from your graveyard on the bottom of your library.
1: I like that art too. It's like a like an angel or something looking at this thing. It's
0: it's pretty cool. Yeah, the old art was atrocious. Yeah, not this card good. needed a reprint because it was like eight bucks, and it's awesome. Speaking of needing a reprint because it's expensive,
1: Phyrexian Tower. First
0: time in new frame. First time with that new legendary border that you hate. But the point is, it's getting reprinted, and it's at rare.
1: So good. You tap it for a colorless or tap sack a creature. Get black black.
0: Get black black for sacking a creature. That's excellent. CCO staple in the list. Rogue's Passage.
1: Rogue's Passage hanging out. Again, at uncommon. It makes a creature unblockable for four mana and tapping it. Cool card. Pick them up. I'm hoping I get a foil one of those eventually in my travels. Last one we want to touch on. Mono black staple. New art. Crappy new frame. Going to look great as a foil. Urborg Tomb of Yawgmoth.
0: Yeah, this guy was getting over 20 bucks. Makes every land and play a swamp in addition to its other types. This is an EDH staple in black or decks that play black because it's a mana fixture. Awesome card.
1: Any deck that has black in it should have Erborg in it if you have one.
0: I love that card. Unless maybe the deck runs with like one instant of a black mana producing land or one swamp. Play Play your Swamp instead of your Urborg. We get destroyed in the comments for that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I still think you run Urborg instead.
0: We already touched on the box
1: toppers, which ones we like, which ones we don't, which ones we'd like to have if we had the opportunity to get one. So we're going to just skip over those. And that's the whole set. That's it. it. Those are the ones that jumped out at us. If we missed any, if there's any that you like, feel free to leave the comment. It'll, ent- it'll enter you in to win some of our sweet draws. If you're listening on YouTube, feel free to send us an email or whatever else. We love hearing from you guys if you think we missed something or if there's something that you would have, that you're excited of. Hell, if you get something good, if you bought... A master's box and good oh, on you. Oh, yeah. Show us your sick pulls. Yeah, let us know, man. We, we're we very curious to see like what actually comes out of these boxes. Everybody's saying, oh, it's so high. Oh, it's so worth it. I look at it and think, my luck is so bad, so it's definitely not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> not going to do it. But So that's the set. We touched on the price. We touched on the thing. But, you know, there's lots of exciting stuff in this set. And enough people are still going to buy it where I think maybe singles won't come down as much as they could, But they're going to come down and it's more cards in play. And for the next few months, you'll be able to go out and pick up some of that Chase stuff. If you're that modern guy that needs your goifs, there's going to be more of them out there. If you're somebody like me that just wanted a cool card with new art, it's going to be out there for a price that's less than it's going to be this time next year. Yeah. And there are a few cards like Phyrexian Altar, like All is Dust, like Urborg, that you really should have if
0: you're a commander player. Put it in your binder to build with. Like Songs of the Damned, first time in foil. There we go. You know what I want to touch on just really quick? No Mystic Remora in this set. What the hell? And I think that's because they wanted to leave cumulative upkeep out. But come on, great chance for new art with a fish on it. Great chance, new border. Great chance for foil. And... No Rhystic Study. I was just going to say that. We were just talking about that on a couple weeks ago's show about Rhystic Study needing a reprint because it's like $29. It's a $30 common. They missed it. But listen, I don't want to end the show on a negative note. So final thought of the day, take us out with a positive.
1: Final thought of the day. This set is unfriggin' real. This is what every Masters set should have been. Forget the price point, forget all the drama, forget all of that crap. This is the master set that we were all clamoring for all this time. And even if you can't buy it, maybe it's not for everyone because the hell with that. The hell with that. The fact is this is going to give us some great cards and it's going to give us some great building opportunities because there's going to be more cards out there for us to pick up. And if you can't afford a box... Buy the singles, we'll vote with our wallet, everybody wins, Wizards learns a lesson, we get the cards that we want, and everybody walks away with a great big dopey smile on their face.
0: If you do buy a box, get at us, we'll open flippy.drinky that shit.
1: Absolutely. And we'll let you know if we have any other uptake on that offer, and we're going to do a super cool mono green problematic list on the next episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song! We'll be